Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Lord is my life and salvation. 
Put your hands together for her. 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 Hallelujah. Shall we stand to our feet? Today is time for the word of the Lord. And I cannot wait. The Bible says in Psalm 12, verse 6, it says that the words of the Lord are pure words. Hallelujah. Amen. And today, our pastor is in the house to bring us pure words of the Lord. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you will not go home the same. Oh no, say it well. Say, you will not go home the same. So open your ears, open your hearts as you are about to receive from the anointed woman that God has given to you and me. I want you to put your hands together with a shout. Let's welcome our pastor.
Father, we just want to say we are so grateful. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for your deliverance. Thank you for bringing us back together again. What more can we say? We're just so grateful. And we thank you for your faithfulness. Today, as the word comes, let it meet us at our point of need and help us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And before you sit down, you want to take your Bible? And you want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your seat. Thank you so much for such a lovely welcome back. And <laughs> I've really missed my church, I tell you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you so much for your text. Prayer Basanta, you are the best. Pastor David, God bless you so much. Every morning we were touching base. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell him that I'm going here, I'm doing this. And I just knew that some people were praying. And most of them are in this service. And I just want to say thank you. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you so much. It's a sacrifice. It's not easy to pray for somebody else when you're not there and to be consistent. Some people say they will do, they won't do. You know, yeah. Are you there? So I'm really grateful. Rosalinda and Anna, you have a very beautiful country, I tell you. <laughs> very, very beautiful. Yesterday when I was coming and I got to the uh, road coming out of Accra, you know it's falls again. Then I said, Pastor Dennis, the past three weeks I've not gone on any such road. <laughs> because the roads were A1, yeah, yeah, all over. The two cities I visited, you know, Three lanes going, three lanes coming. The small roads were two lanes going, two lanes coming. I was amazed, mom. I was amazed. Yeah. Only that it's not, it's, a, it's more of an autocracy than a democracy. You have to watch what you say. Yeah. Hallelujah. But it was a blessing to be there. It was a blessing to meet other believers, other Christians there. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was nice. Hallelujah. Are you there? And I met a lot of pastors. Healing Jesus is actually supposed to go there. So this visit was part of that preparation. Yeah. And I met a lot of pastors and um, they shared a lot of things. Yeah. And one pastor was telling me that. He said he prays every day. And his prayer is that God would strip them naked when Bishop Dark comes. So that he will see what they need. And clearly his messages are needed. That clip that you saw of, it was the first day of a pastor's conference. That was my last conference, and it ended the second day. Unfortunately, I didn't have anyone to take pictures, but it ended with those who had rebelled against their fathers. This is a gathering of pastors. They had left and started their own churches, and it ended with them coming to kneel down before their father and saying, please forgive us. But that was not the only thing. One of the fathers also rose up and said that the fathers should talk to the Lord. He said they had also in ignorance behaved in a way that, you know, there's a way you can behave that will make a child 
misbehave. Uh -huh. He said he felt that some of the decisions they had made, and it was very clear. It was very clear. I met a man who had followed the same pastor for well, maybe almost 20 years. And one day the pastor calls him and says that, God says that your time with me is over. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Just, it, it may be possible. It may be possible. But even so, you, you, you sort of, there are things you would do. You'd give the person a package to, you just, you would, yeah, there's a way. Yeah, you don't, you know I mean, he literally just cut the guy loose. I mean, yeah. Are, are you there? Yeah. But you see, that was the guy with the very serious face. I think you saw it in the, yeah. No, he saw his mistakes. He saw his mistakes. So I pray that our father will go there because there's an obvious, what is normal to us is not uh, so normal. So when I say normal, we've heard it, uh, we think that that's normal, that everybody has access to those teachings. You know, so I pray that he'll be able to go and, and I mean, it was a very good, oh, a good visit. It was a good visit. Hallelujah. Amen. So thank you for all your texts. If I haven't answered your texts, you know the issues that will come. But I really, I, I, I really knew that I came from a church. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. And tell your neighbor, I see you traveling. I see you traveling. Traveling is a blessing. Eh. Media, BHMM, uh, your video was very nice. Only that you don't know how to calculate miles. Old. I can tell you that it's not 1,200 kilometers. I can tell you that. Hey. Because from here to Tamale and back alone is 600 and something. Yeah, to Navrongo and back. So your, your calculation is wrong. That's number one. Number two, to go, I flew from here to Addis Ababa. And from Addis Ababa to Equatorial Guinea. There's only one flight that goes direct. It will go from here to Togo to um, Malabo, but it doesn't go every day. So I cannot go, then I'm sitting down three days just waiting for their flight. No, 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 please. No, 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 it doesn't work. Like, ah. So the only other option was to take a longer flight. So it means you have, have flown from Accra, have crossed Equatorial Guinea and gone to the other end. Some people don't know where Addis Ababa is. Ethiopia. That part of Africa does like a horn like that. Yeah. Then slept the night. Then from there, back. Yeah. So when I was coming back yesterday, I met one of our bishops in the flight. He was laughing at me. He said, wow, look. Because he realized at a point the flight was going over Equatorial Guinea. He said, look, you have come all the way over here only to fly back over. But that's Africa for you. Amen. And most of you want to go to U.S. and it's okay, but I think you should go to Africa. Going into different parts of Africa makes you very grateful. Yeah, for what we have. Yeah, they have a lot of things, but one of the things they don't have the schools that we have that made it possible for us to have an education. They don't have that. What they have are private things. So it is private, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Are you there? So that is it. That's why we need each other. Our leaders need the revelation their leader has on building. Their buildings are nice. You see a bank, you say, is that a bank? It looks like some. Hey, Charlie. They are, what do you call it, TV station. I thought it was somebody's palace. 
Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful buildings. So we enrolled. So we need that revelation. And then they also need the revelation of the government should help the people to get an easy education. Are you there? That's a blessing and I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to have gone. Happy to be back. So God bless you. Rev. One, Charlie, you have done your best. Lady Pastor Yvonne, God bless you guys so much. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Some churches, when the pastor goes for one week, when he comes back, Charlie, <laughs> so thank you so much. Amen. As you can tell, my voice is not holding up so well. But so I'm going to preach for a short time. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. It's just a cold. When I was coming back in the place, oh, I just help people sneezing. I said, Lord, I've been fighting this thing already. I bet. Amen. A few announcements. Good Friday, we're going to be here. Amen. We're going to be here. And I want you to either bring your sick family members or tell them to log in. Are you with me? Because the healing anointing on Good Fridays is something else. You know it. Every year, we see some of them. There's a, there's a young doctor in my husband's church a couple of years ago. When we had the very first um, one together at uh, Pajo. He had a broken foot. He had slipped and broken his ankle. They had put it in POP and it was not, you know, some things just chair to heal. He was healed right there. Right there. He took off the POP right there. The leg is okay. He's still walking around. So this year also I'm believing the Lord for major things. Major things and minor things. We believe God for all. Amen. So let us not, uh, what's the word? Let's not miss. Saturday, no meetings. Sunday, we're going to have one meeting. All of us together. We are chopping Easter Sunday together. Is that okay? Yeah. 8 a.m. is the time. Nice, happy service. Then we go home. Please ask your neighbor, Easter Sunday, what food are you cooking? Can I come some? What did your neighbor say? Some people have suddenly become very serious. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, I also have a gift for you, which is if you have a phone or an iPad with the capacity to take it, I've asked them to set up a table and they'll give you all the 100 books free of charge. Scratch copy. Thank you. <laughs> And never again will you get up and say you don't have money for what book. Are you there? You'll be surprised that some people will still not do. They'll not bring the phone. Me, that one is not my problem. Me, I made it available. Amen. <laughs> Somebody will come and ask me, why don't you send us the link? Because I've been a pastor for a long time. The things you don't want to do, you don't download them. I want to know that me, dear, I've done my part. We downloaded the thing, but blah. Align, yes, sir. Onto your phone or say or whatever is there. If you bring it fine, if you bring it to tell him it's your problem. So because I'm only announcing it today, we'll do it this Sunday, we'll do it next Sunday. Then we'll evaluate if we have to do it one more Sunday. Is that okay? Just bring your, your device and then it will be downloaded there. Amen. We are trying to do everything that we can do to just let things move out. My last announcement before I preach shortly 
is that the 14th of May is Bishop Dag's 60th birthday. Amen. Yeah. And as you know, a 60th birthday is a milestone. No, you know what I mean. Let, that's why I'm announcing it days before so that we have some time to plan and to put something better together. Powerful. Is it okay? And today is Palm Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just going to read the scripture so that you know that it's in the Bible. And when you were young, you used to sing Hosanna. I was like, you never knew that it was part of the Bible. So allow me to read it. Matthew chapter 21, I'm reading from verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them, and brought the ass and the colt, and put on them their clothes, and set him, on, set him there on. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Amen and amen. So now you know the scripture and where it's from. All right. Beautiful. For this month of April, we're going to be sharing from this book, How to Neutralize Curses. How to Neutralize Curses. So by, by this, by the end of today, you should have it on your phone or whatever, and we will go through. We won't finish. That's why it's important you have the book. Hallelujah. And so today, I'm just going to be introducing it, and then please try and not miss any Sunday this month. One of the reasons is that when we start talking about such topics, the realization brings up some things. Are you with me? So maybe something would have been brought up. When it is brought up, please be around for us to share with you how to come out of it. I hope you get it. Don't just get half the story. If you get half the story, you will now be afraid. Yeah. There was a young lady. She was trying to have a child when she got married. It was delaying. That's when the devil reminded her that some neighbor had cursed her mother that she will not do something, something. You see, it's trying to open a door of fear. Meanwhile, what she was going through was not any... I mean, if you ask most people who have delivered, oh, the first year, something, something. Are you with me? But it is when you are in the situation, then suddenly the thing now pops up and the enemy is using it against you. So this month, promise me you are going to try. Each um, session, we're going to deal with it. And then on the last Friday of the month, we'll have an all night. Yeah. We'll have an all night. So that at the all night, what you have not been able to deal with, we'll now deal with it. Is it a good plan? Beautiful, 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 beautiful. So now let me tell you a few things as just introduction. The first thing I want to say is that you're a Christian, but you better have a proper respect for curses. A proper respect. There are two gutters people fall into. One gutter is that everything you are afraid. That's one gutter. Anybody who, you know, throws out a curse, you are dying. That's one gutter. The other gutter is to say that because I'm a Christian, curses there. Yeah, that's the word. I don't need to know. No, 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 no. You need to know. You need to know. Am I talking to someone today? You need to know. Because one of the things is that if you don't know, 
you won't deal with it. You'll take it as, you know. Meanwhile, many things that we think are evil spirits doing something, it's a curse that opened the door. Uh-huh. But if you don't know, you just leave it there. So that's the first thing. I need you to understand also the second thing that as your pastor, it's my duty to point it out. If I don't point it out, I've made a mistake. Let's just read an example from Malachi chapter 3. Malachi was a, a prophet of the time and he was, he, was, he was preaching to the people and he says in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8, we should be up there by now. Will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me? But you say, wherein have we robbed you in tithes and offerings? If he had not taught them, they would not have known. Somebody had him in there saying, I don't feel like paying my tithe. I don't feel like, I don't feel like. But now it's the, the prophet is telling the hair. Let's go to verse 9. Verse 9. <laughs> then he says, you are cursed with the curse for you have robbed me. Even, and this one, it was a whole nation. Are you seeing it? So as the man of God, he was duty bound to inform them. And it's important for you to know this. Amen. Amen. Some things, eh, if you are not taught, you will not know. Yeah, you will not know. Hallelujah. How are they going to know that some of the things they were going through was because of... You see, what, what happens, you don't see the connection. That's unfortunate. If you could see the connection, it would be easy. You see. But sometimes if you are not told, then you don't see the connection. Amen. So the next thing I want to say to you is that when we start to talk, eh, when you fall inside, don't be offended. Yeah, don't be offended. Why am I saying this? Because the truth sometimes offends. Yeah. Paul says in Galatians chapter 4 and verse 16, have I now become your enemy because I told you the truth? Uh-huh. And you will notice when you are guilty of something, that's when you are most angry. Mm. When you went to steal the meat from your mother's soup and your sibling said it was you, wasn't that when you rose up and said, oh, how? How can it be me? You are not... Meanwhile, it is true. Hey, did you see me? Meanwhile, it's you. So you are almost even more offended than if you were innocent and they accused you. Are you, are you there? Yeah. So don't be surprised if as we discuss one or two things, you find your emotions, you know, but just deal with it and say, no, this message has come to help me and I'm going to be helped. Are you there? But the best news of all is that every curse can be neutralized. Not nullified. Not every curse can be cancelled. But there is something that can mitigate it. There are some curses you can cancel. There are some you can overturn. If some of you listened to this morning's prayer, you, yeah, this morning's prayer session was fantastic. And it was one of the things we're dealing with. A prophet said, look, over 10, over 10, some things have been said over you. So you will never do well. Overturn it. Are you seeing it? Some auntie was angry with you. And said, whoa. Overturn it. Overturn it. <laughs> Amen. If you leave it, depending on circumstance, it can land. Are you with me in the house? So, so, so I need you to, to, to be very serious this month and to attend. And you see some of these things are very important. Very important. I know a young lady who got married. Her marriage was very okay. She, her husband put her in business. Her business was doing well. 
The husband's business was always doing, also doing well. And then based on the kind of business that they were doing, the man gave her his four-wheel drive. He was using the salon car. He said, oh, you need it more. Went to get places for her to be able to set up. And, and you know, she was a caterer, you know. About, I don't know how many years into the marriage, the man came to say to us that his wife is sleeping around. You know how when you hear those things at first, I say, but you two, what is wrong with you? Because sometimes you think that the person is <laughs> jumping to conclusions. But the man said it once, twice, three times. So he now began, he decided that I will now gather the evidence for even to see that what I'm saying is. What he was saying was not only true. It was more than true. Mm. And <laughs> look, when you see the thing, eh, you can see that a curse is working. Forgive me for using the example, but when you see a mature lady with her own life going to sleep with some apprentice, you know that something is working, isn't it? Yeah. It went on until the marriage was, well, she just walked out, left all her children, youngest was three years old, just walked out. And then I remembered, you see, when her family was brought in, then the uncles said, how we prayed that the curse that spoiled her mother's life wouldn't spoil hers. It was a curse that was working. It was a curse that was working. Or from the story I've told you, can you not see that it's a curse that's working? I mean, if even the person is going to commit adultery, not the kind that are you or not, it was like anything in shorts and trousers in shorts. Or you, or you are not getting what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you see that, you begin to see that something is 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 working. Something is working, and that's why I want you to take it seriously because. Maybe as we begin to go through the different types, you will discover that there are things that you, you suddenly, uh, this thing that you are seeing, I think it's looking familiar, familiar. You know, yeah, it's looking, it's looking family, family. <laughs> so quickly, let me just give you the three categories of curses. Today, that's all we're going to do. But please do not miss any any Sunday. We'll go through Sunday after Sunday, and then I'm believing God that the last Friday, because as you go through, you will see things. There are some who they my anchor through. Three categories of cases. Category number one, global cases. Category number two, Bible cases. <laughs> Category number three, custom-made cases. Designer cases. <laughs> Uh, customized. When they say something is customized, made for you. Hey, on measurements, measurements, no, no more palm case, no Hey, custom made. You see, already you should see that you are surprised because it's only the custom made ones you knew about or that you thought about. You didn't think about the others, but they are also very important. Hallelujah. So let's discuss them or describe them briefly. I'll pick up from here next week also. What are the global cases? It's by their name. Mm -hmm. If you are on the globe in Kwadia, you day inside. You like, you know, like, you day inside. You know, you don't know. So you know exactly where I'm going in the Bible. Genesis chapter 3. <laughs> global. 
Let's go to verse 16. And to the woman he said, God is speaking, I will greatly multiply your sorrow in thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened, hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat of the herb of the field. Happening or not happening? Uh, you have not said it with any strength. Practically. Lady Pastor Lorenz, are you there? You just walked to the hospital and cracked the children have come. Uh, it was not like that. Eh? Mm. Hey. No, it's inside. It's there. It's, uh, we can see it's life, or you cannot see it. You have children, you see. You don't have, you see. Yeah. It's a case standing there. One of the cases says that our desire will be for the husband. When you look at the things that go into marriage, if we're using common sense, no lady will marry. <laughs> and I don't even need, I'm not even talking about a bad marriage. I'm talking about a normal marriage. You are there minding your own business. Oh, before you got married, some evening, did you not just drink milk and sleep? When you feel like it, you go to the market. When you don't feel like it, you don't go. When you feel like it, you wash. You don't feel like it. <laughs> when you married, pet. Odd hours. Hey. <laughs> no, do you understand why I'm saying that? I'm not talking about a marriage problem. I'm talking about just marriage. Just married. You used to do your own hair. Pay your own thing. I've done my hair. The person I don't like it. I, and I have to take cognizance of that. The dress, I got it. I bought it. I sold it. I won't pay after you. I just hope my mistake. Are you there? No, so I'm just showing you what it means. Then the children come. Your sleep is gone. There was a lady. <laughs> there was a lady in the, in the Kodesh one day at a ladies' meeting. She asked Sister Mami a question. And she said that ah, she sees all these women who are married. They marry not, then they have left themselves and they are not looking. Sister Mami told her that. It's not that they've left themselves, so it's pressure. You know, it's not like that. The years passed, the lady got married. Sister Mabi was the one preaching and she told the story. She met the lady coming through the market. <laughs> it was everywhere. She has left herself. She has forgotten to do her nails. She said, Sister Mabi, it's not easy. I thought you said people have left themselves, you know. But not only that, the desire to marry, not only that, very strong. And when I give this example, I like to give the example of my classmates, we are all 60 and above because I'm the youngest. Are you there? One of them, one of my friends had a birthday. She's about two years older than me, so that made her about 63 at that time. And on her birthday, I decided that, oh, let me, this one day, not, let me get in touch with her. I wish I had it's good you are calling me today because as for today, dear, I was telling God that I need a prayer from my pastor. So me, I thought she's coming to ask for a prayer about 
Her children, her grandchildren. I want this laugh. You're laughing. You know where it's going. <laughs> Do you know what she asked me for? You know already. At the age of 63, I should pray that she'll get a husband. You know, it's just proof that <laughs> it's just proof that the desire does not go. Yeah. Doesn't go. Hey. <laughs> but now you understand where it's coming from. It says that your desire will be for a husband. And you see that some women, listen, if you are here, you are not married, just be cool. Yeah. Because some too, they force her, uh, they go and marry wrongly. Yeah. You see, when we come to the how to neutralize the case, you see that this particular case, you mitigate it by the kind of person you marry. Uh-huh. If you go and marry somebody who has a drink issue, somebody who is gambling, some, uh-huh, you, have, you have put yourself in the case. Uh, but if you marry a kind man, a God-fearing man, you see, you have mitigated the case. Yeah, so, so that's what we mean by mitigating the curse. The men too. It says by the sweat of your brow, you eat bread. Charlie, whether you are digging holes, trenches in the sand, or sitting at the top of a bank, the sweat is part. Sweat. Sweat. There used to be a time when we walk around envying bankers, thinking that their life is better. Their attention and pressure over targets. Hey, sweat. Please ask your neighbor, are you not sweating in that your job? Hmm. Sweating. 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 Are you in the church? I said what? Sweating. Nowhere cool. And the reason is that a curse is behind it. Are you saying a curse is behind it? So you are in the job. If you like the job, cry, you are sweating. You don't like the job, you are sweating. Only that when you don't like the job, you are sweating plus you don't like. <laughs> but if you like the job, you are sweating, but you like. That's what ask for the sweat. Oh, neighbor, ask for a sweating, there will be. Hey. hey. So we see that these are this is a case that is there. Now, let's go to the second category, the Bible cases. One of the things that a lot of people do not know is that there are curses in the Bible. Hmm. Hello? What does it mean? Does it mean that God has called you and put a curse? No, 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 no. It's like the thing is lying down and then you have gone to work on it. <laughs> uh, let me give you a few entertaining examples. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 5. 5 and 6. That says the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, mm. and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departed from the Lord. He shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inherit, inhabit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land and not inhabited. Hey! Meanwhile, here you are all your life. You have been saying, my uncle will help me. <laughs> my brother will help me. That's where your whole hope 
husband. And look at what the Bible is saying. So, by having that trust in one human being, hey, pastor, does it mean that nobody helps us? No. But where is your trust? <laughs> are you in the, in the church? Some people don't know that thieves are cursed. Mm. Yeah, there's a curse on armed robbers. There's a curse on ordinary thieves. There's a curse on liars. So those of you who have been stealing in church, collect your shit. Ah, but you are very quiet. Was it not a Sunday recently that we were here that three laptops and no one laptop and, and how many phones? Two phones disappeared from the present service. Eh? So anybody cannot help you because the curse will just mitigate, will just mess it up. Yeah, there's a curse on people who deceive people. There's a curse on people who, um, who maltreat handicapped people. There's a curse on people who dishonor their parents. They're all in the Bible. We'll go through them when we get to that case. Hey, you can see that the month is going to be packed. Mm. And one of the things that you must learn from this is that you must watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. You must watch your mouth because if you say something in a certain way against your father, you don't know what case you are born to walk over. Hey, my father didn't take care of me. It may be true. Leave him for God. Don't you open your mouth. Hey, push your neighbor and say, don't you open your mouth. Because I have known people who have said, my father is a useless man. Hey! You see, it's not even that he's cursing. The thing is lying there. It's like a snake in the house. It's lying there. It's lying there. Yeah. Most of us, there's a snake in your garden. Just that it's lying there it's somewhere you don't know. It's something you will do that you go and, and then it will come up. And that's how these cases are. Push your neighbor and say, neighbor, we better beware. We better beware. Yeah. It's there's one that says that there's a case for everyone that steals. Hey. Hmm. Whoso curses his mother or father, his lamp shall be put out in obscure darkness. Hey. Mimo, I won't lie to you. The curses I fear most are the Bible ones. And that's why you must get the book and you must read it well. Hey. Read it well so that you don't make a mistake and go and pass there. Hallelujah. And those curses are there many times. I notice that it is to protect authority figures. And a lot of them are to protect helpless people, widows, orphans, um, you know, lame people. Yeah. Are you with me so far? Are you understanding? So we will be going into that also. And the third category. <laughs> the one they have sown for you. <laughs> the custom-made curses. Hey, these are curses pronounced by somebody against you. Usually, because of an offense. The person is offended. Now, there are some of you who open your mouth and you are cursing people by heart. I suggest that you are very careful because there are some people walking in this world. The scripture over them is those who bless you will be blessed and those who curse you will be cursed. Tell me about and tell your neighbor, I'm the type that if you curse me, it will bounce because, hey, if you are innocent, because the scripture says, 
Proverbs 26 and verse 2. As the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. What does it also mean? The curse with a cause. It can land. Mm. You have gone to be walking around break, breaking, break, breaking people's hearts. And they have said something in the air. Hey! Tell your neighbor, we need the last Friday of the month. Tell your neighbor, I need, I need this last Friday. I need it, I need it, I need it. Hey! Hmm. <laughs> Are you in the church? Yeah. You have gone to do electronics. You have gone to do things. Hey. When you were marrying the man, you knew he was married. And yet, you went. Oh, it happens. And yet, you, I mean, you would have got the man, but I tell you, you have gone for somebody's dinosaur egg. Who piece of some of you are saying, yeah, yeah. The dinosaur is coming for it. You have no peace. <laughs> tell me, but there are some issues we need to resolve. There are some issues we need to, we just need to resolve some issues. Hey, we must resolve some issues. Yeah. Hallelujah. I want to end here this morning. Yeah, as you can see, each one is a whole preaching. So we'll get into it in the course of this week, in the course of this month. So I'll be ending here, but I really want you to get the book. Now that I've told them to give you all to all, when you get it, it's up to you. And that's one of the reasons why we are on this project. So that for anything that we just preach some two, three chapters, you have the opportunity to have it in your hand and you can go and Follow it and read the part that concerns you a little more deeply. Hallelujah. Are you with me? But I want to say to you that there is no need for fear at all because every curse, it can be neutralized or it can be overturned. Are you there? There's a way to extinguish it. And this is what we'll be sharing a lot on in the course of this month so that you will know what to do to get yourself sorted out hallelujah stand to your feet this afternoon lift up your voice and begin to pray lift up your voice just begin to pray for yourself thank god for this topic this particular month thank god that the deliverance is coming that if there's any hidden thing that you didn't know in the course of this month you see it and deal with it just talk to the lord talk to the lord talk to the lord Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Oh God, Talk to the Lord. Let this be my opportunity. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. This afternoon. Father, we are grateful. Thank you even for bringing up such an issue. I pray, Lord, that you deal with our issues, Lord. 
even as we end the service today, cover us in the blood. May we not walk into danger in the name of Jesus. I pray that your grace and your mercy will be with us. I thank you so much. I thank you. Now, as every head is bowed, every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon, but you are not born again. That's the beginning. That's the first step to end, that, to end any case of any sort in your life. The first step is that you must be born again. You must belong to Jesus. Otherwise, it does not apply to you. So as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, if you are here, you've not given your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together so that you will enter into his house. Your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And everything else that we talk about, if your hand is lifted, maybe I can't see you and you want to come to me, just come. Just come. Don't let this opportunity pass you by. Don't let it pass you by. If your hand is up, just come to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Your hand is up. Just come. We're going to pray together. We're going to pray together. You've not given your life to Jesus. This is an opportunity. You came with your friend. You came with your friend and your friend is saying, don't go, but this one is between you and God. All right. Let us pray. My dear, just pray after me. Those of us in the congregation, let us join together with it. We want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you so much for saving me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Father, I thank you for this one who's given her life to you. I pray, Lord, that as she comes closer, you deliver her, you watch over her, that you help her, that you be with her. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. With all of me, I want to praise you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.